Welcome to the Soul Traveler Podcast, an exploration of conscious living with your host, Jennifer Mitchell of The Soul Experience. Join Jennifer as she explores the quantum realms of the subconscious mind and all aspects of spirituality. Driven by curiosity and a thirst for knowledge, topics will stretch the boundaries of your imagination and revive your mind, body, and soul. Friends, in this episode, I spoke with Kenzie Hesperia, a healing activation coach and a holistic nutritionist. Kenzie shares her journey of self-healing and how she overcame what was considered an incurable disease through adopting a holistic lifestyle. We chatted about the spirit baby realm and letting go of perfectionism with the 100 post challenge. Tune in to gain valuable insights on healing, spirituality, and finding a true life path. If you like today's guest, then please leave us a five-star review and follow the show so you never miss an episode. And you can also join our Facebook community at The Soul Traveler. Hey, Kenzie. Welcome to the show today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. Yes, it's such a pleasure to have you on. I've been so excited to chat with you. I'd love if we could start off with by you telling listeners all about your story because it's such a powerful and moving story of healing. Thank you. I am happy to share. I'm really an open book about my health because I grew up with mystery, chronic illness, and pain. Since I was a young kid, as soon as I could talk, I was describing the pain that I was in and my legs always hurting and at a very young age starting to have pain in my head even and reoccurring headaches and migraines. So it was often a mystery, a lot of times misdiagnosed as autoimmune disease and hormonal imbalances and many, many tests and doctor's appointments could not determine what the root cause was. So in 2015, I started to explore more alternative options. I started receiving chiropractic care that made a huge difference. And that really opened up my world outside of what I had only been receiving from doctors available with my health insurance and the Western medicine approach. And I was able to find a lot of different, more natural modalities that helped me get off of all of my prescription medication and allowed me to get my life back. In 2018, I read a specific book that really empowered me to fully believe that I was capable of healing and reversing all of my symptoms at the time, everything I was experiencing And that was finally the shift in the time that I needed to receive that information to be able to change my lifestyle and fully heal and get my life back. That's so amazing and incredible that you're able to figure out this puzzle after all of these years and going through everything that you went through as a child. And now, like so many of us who work with our type of work that we do, the struggles of your past have now become your reason and your purpose as to why and you help others now with health coaching. 
you recently released a meal plan. Yes. Yes. I am a total foodie. I love food. I love being creative now in the kitchen. When I was experiencing a lot of symptoms, it was kind of a resistance and an aversion for me to not want to be in the kitchen and not want to learn how to cook. And once I started healing, I really embodied that passion for that creative outlet with my food and in the kitchen to make healing foods that are really, really delicious and satisfying. So I finally birthed this baby of my 28 day (laughs) meal plan that is available for people to use as inspiration or a specific structured guideline. It's very flexible to follow in whatever capacity is most helpful. So it is a whole food plant-based healing meal plan for a whole month. That is so amazing. What If you could give a sneak peek, what is your favorite recipe that you think that you've released in your meal plan? I have a signature dish. It's called tachos. And this is off of something that I did as a nanny when I was trying to feed the kids. And all we had were freezer tater tots and a bunch of like taco toppings. So we kind of made it into nachos. And now I have created a healthier version using whole foods. So any sort of base with potatoes and a bunch of, you know, plant-based low-fat nacho cheese and other healing toppings. And it's really, really delicious. It's my go-to dinner during the week when I'm just like, gosh, what am I going to make? And it's always so satisfying. So tachos is my favorite. That sounds incredible. I'm definitely going to check out that specific recipe because I love nachos. (laughs) Tachos sounds even better because I also love potatoes. And I really like about what I was looking at at your meal plan that not only do you include like general tips and recipes, but you have videos and grocery staples. So it makes it really easy for anyone who maybe feels a little overwhelmed with nutrition. Exactly. It really breaks it down and provides a gradual transition for those that are coming from a lifestyle that is so different. Or also for those that have been on this journey for a while, it provides guidance on how to make advancements in their healing and further continue bringing in food as medicine. Let's talk about that gradual transition, because I know that for me, we've been working together for a little while. And that is one of the things that really helped me to not feel so stressed and overwhelmed about what I was going to eat is that you really focus on taking those small baby steps. So for anyone who's listening right now, what is one small change that you would tell them to to make towards, towards the step of improving their lifestyle and diet? Absolutely. So I am a huge advocate for it's called the crowding out method, something Mm -hmm. that I did learn um, in my holistic nutrition certification. And it's really focusing on what we're adding in. For me, I wasn't successful with very restrictive elimination diets and kind of focusing on what we can't have. So I really like to make that a small mindset change to focusing on what we're adding in. Um, Mm -hmm. So my suggestion would be to add in an extra serving of fruit a day or an extra serving of veggies and really playing on what your favorites are, what you enjoy, rather than trying to force other items that you might have a little resistance to. And that's actually a perfect segue into my next question, because I saw your post on Instagram about fruit. 
yes. <laughs> fruit fear, which I will admit that I have this fruit fear because, and that's one thing that we chatted about is all this misinformation and who know we don't know right. who to believe and what's right and what's wrong. So let's debunk that right now. Tell me about fruit. What is the, what is the truth? Fruit is so healing. So we have a lot of misinformation that's been circulated mm-hmm. that has a root of really promoting the meat industry and really giving us a focus on protein, which isn't benefiting us that have chronic illness. So when we're focusing on getting a lot of protein in our day, we're actually equating that to the amount of fat that we're getting as well. For every gram of protein we're having, there's equal amount of fat in those products. And it can be a huge burden on our liver. So what we're doing with shifting into really embracing foods that are more healing, including fruits and vegetables, is allowing our liver to have that support that it needs, taking off that burden, really allowing us to filter everything that's in our environment. We're exposed to so many toxins and that continual high fat diet that we've been eating. When we bring in that fruit, our body is so happy. And I actually have more posts that I'll be sharing about some of the just specific stories, a specific testimonial of someone that just made that small shift of not being afraid of fruit and really eating fruit in abundance, losing a ton of weight. And it's just so beautiful that we can make a small shift and see such a big transformation. What's your favorite go-to fruit? (gasps) Ooh, I love wild blueberries. Wild blueberries are something so easy for me to blend up and throw in a smoothie, or I even just eat them when you eat them frozen. They're almost like Dippin' Dots. They have kind of Mm. that small little beaded texture and they melt in your mouth. So I really like wild blueberries. They're a great topping. They're great in smoothies and they just have that little bit of sweetness um, that is so satisfying. I never thought about trying them frozen. I'm going to have to uh, take your advice on that. And they also are very supportive for brain health. Is that correct? Exactly. With wild blueberries, we are consuming them and also receiving the protectors that they have and the benefits that they have from being a wild food. They have to withstand all the elements being grown and thriving in the wild, and they transfer those benefits to us in that resiliency for our body to embrace. Mm-hmm. What would you say is one of the most common health issues that you see amongst your clients? Like, so that's maybe like diet or food related. What would you say? Yes. So I am really passionate about the liver and the lymphatic mm-hmm. system. I have a whole class separately that I've done about lymphatic activation and the liver and the lymphatic system can be a huge root of a lot of the various symptoms and conditions that we see nowadays. As I was mentioning with a lot of the higher toxin load that we're experiencing, not to any fault of our own, a lot of it's unavoidable in our environment. And when we're able to focus on giving our liver that love, getting in those fruits that love the liver, like apples and wild blueberries and strawberries, we are helping support our body be at its most optimal 
function of filtering out everything that we're experiencing. So a lot of things like headaches and weight imbalances and skin problems and, you know, rashes and things can be rooted back to the liver and the lymphatic system, even breast cancer, which my partner experienced. And that's what cultivated a little bit more passion for me for the lymphatic system. Wow. And then I'll even share something personal that's come up in our session was, you know, I think one of the root causes of my health issues was my liver. Absolutely. Like my enzymes were off the charts, couldn't figure out why doctors had no response. And just hearing you talk about the lymphatic system, I also think it's important to know that you can open and close the lymphatic system. Is that correct? Like, so if you're going to have a surgery or something like that, is it, it's my understanding that it's important to open up that lymphatic system prior so that it can help to process that and not be so burdensome on the liver. Is that an accurate statement? There are certain ways definitely to, and that's why I call it lymphatic activation. We're really mm -hmm. supporting it and providing, um, or I guess I should say promoting that flow of the lymphatic system so that we don't have that stagnation. A lot of times mm -hmm. when our liver is burdened, we have that cofactor of a stagnant lymphatic system. What would you say is a good way to open the lymphatic system? Would you recommend like dry brushing or something like that? Is that beneficial? I do. Yes. I mentioned dry brushing in my course. A lot of times I Start with what we're consuming. So that hydration factor, getting in, I call it living water. So we're activating our water so that it can be more supportive to our body and our system. Mm -hmm. Let's shift gears a little because we were chatting a couple of weeks ago and something so interesting came up and that was spirit babies. Yes, one of my favorite topics. <laughs> yes, and I'll just share for listeners right now a little bit about our conversation is you had mentioned spirit babies and then I hadn't realized that I had been connecting with my clients in the spirit baby realm and didn't even realize that it was this whole thing until you were like, until you mentioned that. And you read a book about the spirit baby realm. Could you elaborate a little bit on that? Yes. So Spirit Babies is a book by Walter McKitchen. I hope I'm pronouncing that correct. He goes in to explain and describe how we're connected with our spirit babies and what they experience in the spirit realm, even so far into where we can carry certain emotions into our physical bodies and our life here in this reality. And it's so fascinating to me how everything is connected. There's certain patterns within spirit babies when we have miscarriages, when we have choose to have an abortion, when we have certain things that happen within conception. We have contracts that must be completed for mm -hmm. that spirit baby to come, you know, earthside within that physical body. And it's so fascinating to me. I could talk about it forever. <laughs> Definitely. And that's where the connection was, where we connected on is that that was coming up in sessions to your point about, you know, babies that hadn't been born. And mm -hmm. when I do my quantum healing hypnosis sessions, oftentimes various entities or spirits will come through. And I was finding that across several of my sessions that these unborn babies were coming through with messages 
And the message, and I'm getting chills actually, because it's exactly what you just said. The message was pretty much the same across most of my clients is that don't be sad. There was a soul contract. I wasn't meant to be born. The lesson of the miscarriage or the abortion was to teach you law. I'm here on the other side. And so, yeah, when we talk about spirit babies, I'm very interested. And I, I have the book on my, I just took note of the book. So I'm going to add that on my list. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, I'm definitely going to do that. And it, it goes into detail in the book as well of certain meditations that we can do to connect to those spirit babies. I do also an intuitive birthing ceremony when women are looking to kind of kickstart their labor or like there's like a stall somewhere. There's ways that we can communicate to that spirit baby and kind of tell them like, it's okay. It's, you know, when you're ready, we're ready for you. And really providing that confirmation and completing that contract for them to be able to enter that time of birth. And it's amazing to me the progress that we can see or just, you know, the stories that people have shared of certain infertility journeys and really diving deep into that part of, you know, the spirit baby connection, I think is so important because we can focus a lot on food or supplements or certain medical intervention for infertility. And sometimes there's a missing link within that spirit baby connection. Let's talk about that a little bit, because I know you offer so many incredible services, but you do also support women um, holistically through the birthing process. Is that correct? Right. Yes. So any women that either want to prepare their body for pregnancy, whether they're struggling with infertility or not, coupling that side of using food as medicine to heal any physical symptoms that might be going on or, you know, endometriosis, PCOS, any of those types of labels that they might have received from Western medicine, also coupled with that spirit baby side of, okay, let's connect with a spirit baby. Let's see what's going on and really assess almost where in the contract things aren't lining up. Um, not that we're controlling it in a way of trying to be God or anything, but I think it really is an important puzzle piece of us being able to find out what, what the missing link is. Absolutely. When we talk about foods and fertility, what foods would you say promote fertility? There There's a lot of herbs. Fruit is one of them, in my opinion. Fruit is so, so healing to help us purge those toxins that might be kind of clogging our system. There's also cysts, like fruits like pomegranate can be really great to even dissolve those cysts so that you know, sometimes Western medicine is suggesting that, you know, we have surgeries to get rid of all the cysts so that our uterus is healthy so that we can have the baby implant and be able to go, you know, full term pregnancy. And a lot of times we can do those types of things with food so that our body's not experiencing that trauma from the surgery right before the most intense task that it could be given of having pregnancy and giving birth it takes a lot of energy, a lot of adrenal strength. So I really love to use food to heal up the body as much as we can before conceiving without needing a lot of the invasive procedures. Mm. I love food too. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the fact that it can be so healing. What, what do you love the most about what you do? 
I love having sessions with my clients and afterwards I literally just am so lit up because my clients are so amazing and I love this work so much being able to see them have certain breakthroughs with their mindset or releasing trauma or emotions that are trapped and being able to have a new outlook on their health. I kind of call it like redefining health. And that's really, really important to me and just really lights me up to see my clients be able to take those steps and find their own healer within. It's already within themselves. It's kind of Mm -hmm. uncovering that conditioning that we've built up over the years to release our full potential. Absolutely. Self-healing is so real and such a powerful tool. Let's chat a little bit about mindset because you did just mention mindset and that's a really big part about uh, what you do. And I know that that's one of the things that we're working on with me specifically is shifting that mindset. (laughs) It's so easy though, you know, to fall into these patterns and these beliefs, maybe if people have been told certain things from doctors or even just picked up negative self thoughts along the way. And so what would you say to anybody out there who is really struggling with shifting that mindset and why and how is it so important? It's so important because our thoughts do create our reality. So what we're thinking on a daily basis, what we're really embodying and believing is creating our world around us, how we're perceiving, you know, our reality. So for me, That huge shift came, like I mentioned, just believing that first step that I could heal, that the things that I was experiencing weren't terminal, they weren't going to be fatal, they weren't incurable. I had the power to reverse them. And I think that's the first mindset shift that I always really want to work on with my clients is really assessing what thoughts they have around their healing really acknowledging that where does that come from a lot of times it's not our fault it's you know things we've heard from from other people whether it's our doctors or our parents really acknowledging where that has shaped our mindset and then figuring out how to move forward to not only reframe those thoughts but really embody and believe them fully Absolutely. And I've been putting little notes everywhere and things, you know, to try to just help myself shift and reprogram those old thoughts, because it's like a computer system, right, that runs in the background. And I just want to imagine I'm control alt deleting it. Exactly. That's a great analogy. I love that. (laughs) Yes. Um, If you could say one thing to the old version of yourself, like, what would you say? Just keep going. You can heal. Yeah. What, what's the next thing that, that you're working on for incorporating, like whether it's, you know, health related or projects? What can we expect from yes. you next? I am actually simmering on some ideas for opening up group programs again. I really miss that group uh-huh. aspect and that community and accountability with having Um, you know, a whole group of us meeting together and kind of following Mm -hmm. along this journey and learning and changing together. So that is something I'm simmering on and will be coming out very soon. I just love that. And there's so much power and healing that happens when we get together as a group. And myself, I would like to share that I was a little nervous and kind of like getting out there and meeting people 
but there's no reason to be scared. Like once you do it, like some of the best relationships come forward from just putting yourself out there and going to that first group or that first retreat or event or circle. And that's actually how we met. Yes, exactly. I feel like having these experiences in groups exponentially make them so much more powerful. And it's just having that abundance with that group is just so, so powerful. And yes, we met on a retreat that was an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. And I was so grateful to be a part of it. And it really sparked a lot of my motivation for certain services and offerings within my business as well. Yeah, I immediately felt a connection to you. I remember you were like the first person I went up to. (laughs) (laughs) Who is a mentor for you or someone in the industry that's a role model and why? I would definitely say my business coach, actually, Mm -hmm. although she coaches on business, which is a total different realm than what I do. I very minorly will dabble in business coaching for healers, but with her inspiration and the business program that I've gone through with her didn't only shift the way that I was doing business and bring me into alignment with my services and my offerings and how I'm working with clients, but it actually changed my perspective or my whole outlook on life. Mm. So her name is Tiffany Chung and she is in the Bay Area and she really doesn't have a cookie cutter business program. She's really about reframing those thoughts, you know, kind of teaching us how to self-coach through things, which is super powerful. And it changed everything for me within the last two years. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just hearing, you know, what you're saying, or just kind of to your point, it's all about a lot of it's all about mindset, even not only with health and changing that about your own beliefs about your body, but as well as about about abundance and attracting mm-hmm. what you want in life. Exactly. And she speaks a lot to that and really is very open with sharing how she's living her life in alignment, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't fit what we quote unquote should be doing for professionalism. And um, she shows a lot of her personal life being a single mom and it's really inspiring to see her just going for it and not giving any hoots about what anyone thinks about her and just doing her own thing. And it's so, so powerful and inspiring. Mm, That actually really resonates with me. I chatted uh, with somebody about that the other day about when we start to live our purpose, people come out of the woodworks and they have comments and they want to say things and, you know, it can really deter you from your path. And myself, I'll just share when I first started living my purpose, my family had an intervention for me and they sat me down <laughs> and they were like, you need to go back to, you know, get a job you need, and then all these fears and things. And so I really learned to keep everything that I'm doing kind of just to myself for now until I'm ready to allow others because I don't want any of I don't want any outside influence. I know in my gut what I'm supposed to be doing and it's my path and my journey. You know, and I do feel like everyone's universal at their core. They want to pursue their passion and find a meaningful life. And we should all be allowed to do that without interference. 
Exactly. I love that for you. I definitely have gone through that period of kind of keeping it to myself and being a little bit hesitant to post things online or share, you know, what I'm doing, what I'm thinking. And I did have to go through kind of that phase of figuring out and kind of shedding that care about what others think or say about Mm -hmm. it. And now that I've been more open with it lately, I'm even doing a garbage post challenge right now from Simone Soul, which is just about literally posting online, whatever comes to your brain in whatever form, no matter if it's perfect. And it's so fun for me. And I've actually had such good feedback on it. So once I was ready to really open up again and share things authentically and openly, um, the feedback has been all positive. It kind of weeded out all the negativity and anything that that was coming in before. And it feels good. So I'm so excited that you're on that journey too. Yeah. How fun. Garbage post challenge. I absolutely love that because I get overwhelmed by social media and I go through these phases where I might not say a word for like two, three weeks. And I'm sure the algorithm doesn't, you know, favor me, but I kind of just have let that go and all the stress of that go. And I try to just post intuitively when I feel aligned to do so. But maybe, maybe I'll follow your lead and try a little garbage (laughs) challenge. (laughs) It's 100 posts in 30 days. So it is a lot. Oh, (laughs) but when you take away that perfectionism of it and just trust that whoever needs to see it will see it and it'll, Mm. you know, attract the right people. It gets really fun. So I encourage you to do that. You're invited. You can join me. (laughs) I might take you up on that. Uh, Kenzie, what is one thing that has something that's unexpected that has happened in your life recently? Ooh, okay. So my partner and I, decided to go on a nomadic journey and not really have a home base anymore and just kind of travel around. And our first stop was supposed to be one month and we're still here like three months later. So we ended up liking it and things are going really well and we don't have any next stops planned and we're just going to travel on weekends and things, which is great, but very unexpected because I thought I was going to be living in a trailer for the next year. That's so exciting. I know you start off on this nomadic journey and you're ready to just yes. take on the world. And the first place ended up aligning with you. So, yep. you know, what's meant to be <laughs> will be. I love that for you. It's so unexpected. And when you really follow just what feels good and what mm. feels aligned and where you're lit up and have, you know, good connections in community, it's surprising. I'm shocked. <laughs> and I can't believe it's been three months either. It seems like it just yesterday went over to your house. Yeah, <laughs> it was to say goodbye. Week <laughs> next week is three months. <laughs> Wow. Time's definitely flying by. It it really does. It goes by so fast. Um, So for listeners who are interested in working for you, Kenzie, um, where can they go to learn more about you and your services? I am most active on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. In my link in my bio is my link tree that has everything current that's going on. So that's pretty much a one-stop shop to find out what I'm up to and what I'm offering. And I'm definitely most active on Instagram. So I would say check me out there. Perfect. And if you could leave listeners with one quote, what is your favorite quote? 
Ooh, that's a good question. My favorite quote. I always just say, you can heal. Mm, that's that's my truth. favorite. Simple, sweet, and simple, and to the point. You can heal. I love that. I think you should tagline that. I have two, <laughs> actually. Miracles are normal. And I recently saw one that really resonated, and I even wrote it on, and I'm trying to eliminate post-its, but I did write it on a post-it. <laughs> and it was, reach for the stars, and if, no, reach for the moon, excuse me, reach for the moon, and if you miss, you'll land upon the stars. Yes, I love that one. It's yeah. So true. I really liked that. And I enjoyed this conversation today too, Kenzie. Thank you so much for coming on to the show, and I'll definitely be looking forward to inviting you back. Thank you so much for having me. I would love to come back. There's so much we can talk about and I just love having these conversations with you. Me too. Thanks for joining. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by The Soul Experience, quantum healing hypnosis. Are you ready to embark on an inward journey of quantum healing? Quantum Healing Hypnosis is the most profound method of inner work and self-healing someone can do while on a spiritual path. In a single session, you experience past life regression, exploration between lifetimes, self-healing performed by your subconscious, release of trapped trauma, and answers to your most important life questions. Your higher self has a message for you and is here to help you and guide you on this life journey. Book a session today with Jennifer Mitchell at thesoulexperiences.com.